scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. But I don't think we should. Like, first question off the top. Have you listened to this show before? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. We're in it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're in it. So, uh, all right. With that established, I have to figure out names. And uh, are we going with Punxsutawney Trill? Absolutely. Punxsutawney Trill on my right. Um, fan- <laughs> I mean, it's a fantastic name. It's a I- good one. I also get to get by on um, when I animate you for the show. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if you know this. This is actually... This would be fun. Um, have you guys listened on YouTube? No, I didn't even know it was on YouTube, to be honest. Well... I have given everyone cartoons for when they're on oh. the show. This is me, Frowns. Mm-hmm. I saw these on like the cover <laughs> art, I think. <laughs> uh, maybe on SoundCloud? Sabu Betty. Yeah, I only recently started applying them to the SoundCloud because I make a whole like letterheads. Mm. I saw the last one was like Scutch. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> actually, that checks out, actually. <laughs> He's Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. So um, cool. So basically, what I'm saying is, I get to get by on making you a a small <laughs> an, yeah. an, anime gopher. Yeah, that's exactly what it should be with your fucking face on it. Fuck yeah! So <laughs> I would expect nothing less. It's gonna look like uh, a Boba Bo character. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, with with a name like Punxsutawney Trill, you better have like a fucking grill or something. You know, I'm thinking like the Boba Bo crazy glasses. Yeah, that, I mean that would also work. <laughs> fucking Boba Bo! Oh my god. Or, uh, you know, what's, what's popular these days? Um, My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anal. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, uh, Punxsutawney Trill, uh, that's gonna be a fun one to draw. Um, Punxsutawney Trill. I'm happy that, that, that other people think that's fucking funny. Because I thought about it, like I said, I was gonna go with Wesley Pipes, and then I realized yeah. it was not my own creation, and I got really upset about it because it's fucking Wesley hilarious. Pipes. Wesley yeah. Pipes is amazing. And then I would have just drawn you as Blade, you know? Like, <laughs> of course. With a big like, dick. Why the fuck? I, well, uh, sorry, even bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is that going to get audited too? I was going to say, unless, unless bankruptcy. I hate when my dick gets audited. <laughs> mm. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> and then on my left. extra grand for every extra inch. <laughs> on my left. Well, to, to dive into my psyche a little bit before you All get right, this let's name. Let's psychoanalyze. The year is 96. Enhance. I am five years old. Yep. What is my favorite film? Scream. A All movie, right. A movie where, what, Rose McGowan, before she got Weinstein, is getting, you know, sent up sure. into a garage and mm. just ripped to shreds. I'm five, and that's my movie. So, that's my awesome. name is Deputy Dewey. Or you can call me Dewdrop. <laughs> Deputy Dewey. Oh, now I get to draw you as him. <laughs> That's gonna yes. be fun. I, I always look forward to fun fun names. Deputy Dewey. The second I saw your list oh, of other names, I'm like, alright, this name's gonna be fun. It checks out. It checks out, for sure. Oh, man. How frequently do you do a, a multi-guest episode? Oh, I don't man. think I've listened okay. to it. The only pairs that I can think of are... Um, Disco and Skelly Bones. 
sometimes show up together. Terry and Frowns have an episode. Terry and Rocky Hockey have an episode. Strawberry Shortcake is only on Django Phillips episodes, but he's on two of them. Harry Harold Heavyhands is a really good name. Harold Heavyhands. For your 100 episode, are you just going to have every guest on? That's that's that too sounds tough. Awful. Uh, <laughs> that sounds several, like a horrible idea. <laughs> several of these live in different cities, and well, so lining all that, lining up all, all of these people. people. One thing, yeah. Um, actually, what I'm what I'm probably doing is writing something and giving people parts, hmm. um, and having people come in and just to record like <laughs> sections of dialogue and kind of make like a like an audio book, you know, like an old school movie, hmm. you know, and. and how they did War of the Worlds in like the sixties, yeah. you know, sitting and staring at a radio using your imagination. Like modern day Casablanca. Yeah, not even. <laughs> so uh, this is modern day Casablanca. <laughs> what we're doing on this couch right here. Wow. He's looking at you, uh, Fonzie Tony Phil. <laughs> no, he's looking at you, weed. <laughs> yeah, uh, we. Uh, we have partaken. Well, two thirds of us have partaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I got something new. It's uh, it's purple haze, and we're trying a little bit of that pineapple express and gorilla glue. <laughs> it's fun to just. It's for Harambe. You know? It's yeah, never, never forget. <laughs> this is lots of pasta. This is episode eighty four. Uh, you guys. Oh, are my, you guys are. That's my... what this is. <laughs> You <laughs> really thought it was you. sex tape time. So, uh, <laughs> you guys, we, um, this, your first, you are the 21st and 22nd guest. I just realized that, hmm. which is why that's mind blowing. So if the number of guests on your podcast was a person. We can officially drink. It could drink and then be over drinking. Yeah, man. Yeah. And to think we could have bought an AR-15 six <laughs> years ago. Holy shit. Six guests ago. Yeah. <laughs> God damn Hashtag it. But then that guest took out your other guests, and now you're back to, what, like <laughs> two or three? He missed, like, two, so. Oh, no. Oh, man. That's really going to date this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to an episode where you were talking about fucking Halloween. Uh-huh. Last week. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's February. It, yeah. it's February. <laughs> it dates. These things get dated quick. Yeah. I mean, he that has nothing to do with the episode, and that just he just stamps it just uh, to talk okay. about it. Just to talk about his kids, because that episode is so centered around his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both have He's Halloween fucking Creepy birthdays. kids. That's he fucking does. crazy. That's the point of that episode, is all the stories are about creepy kids and him talking about his creepy kids. It's real fun. <laughs> yeah, it was um, <laughs> we, uh, So you guys have, have listened. I, I mean, is there anyone you like listening to? Or Noah? Uh, I liked Disco Dracula. But he's not even a nice guy. <laughs> which is, my biggest, which is my biggest issue with it. No, um, no, I, I like the Disco Dracula. I just like that when you say it, I have to play his theme song underneath. Okay. Each, time, each time I have to restart it whenever anyone says Disco Dracula. It's a good name. Because he usually like starts dancing. It's the way to be. <laughs> Who have you listened to? I've only checked out your first to? three, so 
Frowns, oh, is, frowns, frowns is my frowns boy. Frowns is your man. <laughs> um, the quality wasn't good back then. Oh, man. That's, so I got so many things to look forward to. Once work. we got this at 26, the quali- I would say the quality stepped up exponentially. It's not painful mic? to listen to anymore. What did you have before, a snowball? No, I had I had a an actual shotgun mic. Mm. Like that, that was all oh, it was. Oh, a shotgun it, it was mic. super directional. Yeah. Um, it was like I was hosting a show. Yeah. You know, so this is closer to like, like a this. snowball. Okay. Oh, this is absolutely a snowball. It's on a setting where it only picks up and it enhances everything yeah. that's in front of it. Within like a 10 foot radius, I've, mm-hmm. I've checked. And I can always bump that gain. This actually yeah. sounds crystal clear and beautiful. Except um, for when I talk when it spikes. Uh, you're closer <laughs> in a less buffered area. And you also have a, a higher tone and a, a higher frequency. Big ass mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's... That's pretty fucking accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, God, your names. Just thinking about you two. Uh, you're gonna like Django Phillips episodes. I'm gonna say you're okay. if if you're on three, then listening to four should change things for you a little bit the because game uh, because when are you getting on Spotify? Oh, I don't know. I've been trying to. I haven't mastered RSS feeds yet, mm. and that's stopping me from getting on iTunes. It's pretty easy. It is, and I have one. Mm. Podcasts.com actually gives you one. Mm. Um, I've, so. I've done for like a two different f- things. I've, My I've thing is I don't iTunes. always use stuff I own. Yeah. Audio-wise. I have an agreement with my ambient noise guy that as long as I'm not, like, making money off of this, that he'll let me use all his library But then again, like... Thank you, Cryo Chamber. I wonder... Because that makes you wonder, like, how many podcasts have... Because I listen... I I, Well, I used to listen to a ton of podcasts. Yeah. And, like, I still listen to a moderate amount, but Mm -hmm. stuff that isn't, you know, like, a fucking mainstream comedian... They, I mean, even actually, that's not even true because like Bill Burr's podcast for like absolutely Monday morning when he goes to like Thursday in between, I'll just play like real music, yeah, like a real song, and I'm like, well, this has like 16 sponsors on it. That might so. carry on from a radio or an internet radio. He might have mm. uh, just means to establish that. I mean, uh, he does have more resources at his. I'm disposal. just gonna say, like, yeah. I've put these I episodes do. on YouTube and yeah. they've been flagged. Well, YouTube will flag anything. They will. They will flag They're something for sounding assets. like it. Well, like I found that there was um, they like they'll they'll get flagged from like multiple sources. So like, for example, let's just say you had used uh, a rap instrumental on a video that you had done with multiple people sitting around a table talking about video games, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say you speaking. had a bunch of you you uh, got permission from the producer to use a bunch of of. Uh, well produced, yeah. Um, Hip hop instrumentals, and then later down the line, somebody somebody uses that to make a song and puts it on CD Baby. Now CD Baby will flag your stuff retroactively because somebody <laughs> else has purchased it. That's so theoretically speaking, that video might have a copyright tag on it, even though at the time of agreement, like you know, there, there is, was no reason. There's no reason. So like legally speaking. You are grandfathered, essentially, into that agreement. But, yeah, no, so it does. YouTube is just really fucking awful about that stuff. Absolutely. Um, it sounds like the people that would make something like that would be, like, a really... Oh, let's know? not keep that in there. <laughs> I don't want any association. I, I would hang out with people like that. I don't want I don't want any association. I feel like everybody out there should, you know, just check out. But I'm telling you right now. 
Don't You're the only person who, who says super offensive stuff on that show. You know, I choked a guy in a bar once. <laughs> you know, put, I shot your car where, once. That's where I'll put the cut. Yeah. That's what we'll start with. <laughs> I choked a guy in a bar once. You don't need to know what we were talking about before that. It's so, a good call. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's, it is rough. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it is. Especially, and particularly with YouTube. Like, iTunes... Absolutely. Apple does not, could not give a fuck... You know, you could really. Put, That's I, good to hear. I, I mean, they're not fucking combing your stuff. Like they're not combing podcasts. Like, well, you can't blame me for thinking that they would. I no, I absolutely don't blame you. Uh, it's just a matter of because now that you told me that, I'll fucking RSS the fuck out of this show and put it all over. The I just wonder because well, what do you use this license? The intro. Um, that's owned by a guy who who yeah who remixed that song mm-hmm. and it's and its rights are owned. Um, the outro, I don't know if that, I think that's a Bandcamp remix, so I think that yeah. one's free. But, um, well, I mean, like, intellectually owned, yeah. you know? Like, it's, even when I say free, yeah. it's just like, did I ask him for his permission? Mm. No. But, like, it's on the internet. Yeah. And it's on a website that says free. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, well, so. of course, right? But that's, I mean, so does the Pirate Bay. But <laughs> oh no, I'm talking like no, band, Bandcamp indie. Oh, well, well, indie well, Bandcamp people just put their material at that point. You could just email that, that guy, that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like well, the, Which the other is thing what is, I did with my ambient yeah, guy. The because I like there's a there's a video game music podcast I listen to called Super Mercado, uh Bros Music Podcast, whatever. But anyway, point being is that they play like the entire soundtrack of games, and these these dudes are like like music school students. That's fucking awesome. Um, and they, they like dissect this stuff and like a lot of times I'll talk about the influences through like periods of music and stuff like that and like why because like video game music is so disparate in comparison to anything else in a lot of ways. So they go from anything from like, you know, chiptune stuff and even lesser known stuff like a, like a, like but PC I imagine they also cover the orchestral. Yeah, of course. And yeah. they go all the way from now until and since the dawn of video games but they, they will play the entire soundtrack or a lot of music and i I often wonder what is the legal precedent for this Mm -hmm. well that you would think that because it's it's long like it's a long show i imagine Mm -hmm. uh it might be under critique okay of like a free uh but i mean if you play like i mean to be fair i guess they don't play the entire song they'll play like 30 seconds for like maybe a minute of a song but, I mean, in some cases, like, if it's a chip tune, like, they'll just Fair play the whole loop, right? sometimes about length. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, that's that's what I'm finding. Yeah. Because, again, when, when uh, YouTube shut down my shit, I edited it down, and then it didn't flag it anymore. So I was kind of, you know, dipping my toe, essentially, to see where <laughs> the lines are being drawn. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So after I figured that out, I just started editing things. Yeah shorter so that they got less flags but uh even my ambient guy like his stuff is owned by a label and yeah. they flag my stuff and they commercial advertise their stuff and in, in, in over the youtube pages at least and um i have nothing to do with that so, yeah i mean that, that just happened that stuff is pretty easy to fight you just click yeah. a button and you're like hey i have permission yeah and if i mean assuming that they don't want to sue you which it's automated so most of the sure. times like yeah whatever sure oh man we uh we ch- we chose to pick up something pretty weird out of nowhere, but I'm totally okay with it. The story you guys kind of bumped into on the way to this recording, it was a recent series on Reddit No Sleep 
about a dude bro who finds himself in wacky yet horrific situations like time after time and he just catalogs these short story experiences over several like episodes that he released the more I think about it, the more I'm like, these are the perfect people to read this fucking yeah, material. Yeah, yeah. The, the way you're describing this, it sounds like it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like like I said earlier, like the short films I did in school and the short film you just showed me and the type of stuff you're doing, it's like similar tool house of just kind of stupid fun. <laughs> oh, I guess I know what my short film has to be about now. <laughs> Some fucking dumb, very, very serious, you know. It's about the, you know, so just mostly political issues, you know. It's probably going to be a black and white film about a guy that steals a bike on a campus. You Did know? you Holy say black shit. and stealing? Black and white. That's racist. But it's also white. Doesn't matter. It literally does not matter if there are black people involved. Oh. It's never about anybody else but black people when it comes to media. To be fair, I did see Roots, so... I loved Black Panther. (laughs) No, I didn't. I like Jordy LaForge. I do, too. On The Next Generation, who is in Roots. Who's the main guy in Roots? John Amos as Kunta John Amos. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) That was hilarious. Edward James Almost. <laughs> His name is Toby. <laughs> oh jeez. God damn it. We we left the uh the bro talk and just went went a little dark. But no. Um, sh- no. Hey. No, I, that's that's why you're here. Well, you that's that's what you're bringing to the show. I can't be bros if you're dark. We still haven't said the title yet. No, I'm not, we're not even at the story yet. Oh, no. This is still pre-show. But, um, I mean, we can dive right in. This is a Reddit No Sleep story. This is called, Yo, Dude, Do You Own a Dog? Wow, what, that's, what? that sounds really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that you, you said this up. Oh, this is, a, this is a series of stories where this guy gets into wacky misadventures and he chronicles them and Yo, dude, do you own a dog? Yeah. I said it was about dude bros. Yeah. It's literally about dude bros. I wonder... It is about Deputy Dewey, essentially. Mm. And my dog that I own. Yeah. (laughs) So is that what that title makes you think? Is that where you go? What? You read Uh, that title and you're like... Do you own a dog? Wow. I just think... That is a, it's just, I feel like it's something a hipster chick would say at a party. Yeah, dude, do you own a dog? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they're there for. I mean, like, I say, yo, dude, enough. I mean, like, I would say, yo, dude, do you own a dog? Like, in, if, if we were having a conversation about people owning dogs or whatever. My name's Lorraine. But it's just the idea that, like, this was like a series of wacky misadventures. And we start off with, do you own a dog? But it's you're missing the you're missing the the yo did <laughs> yo did yo did it's true it's true that's what solidifies it that's the glue that holds it together do any of you guys want to start sure all right and here we go hey everyone you can call me Frederick yo Frederick what's up hi you know when you hear a word and then it follows you everywhere well. I picked up something paranormal one day, and that's exactly what happened. It's a little more complicated than that, but I'm trying to write a good story here, so bear with me. 
or bear with me if you're feeling frisky. Har har, get it? Because, uh, you know, being naked. I try to keep it light and lively even when I'm being hunted down. This does sound like something you would write. This is, sounds like a Facebook <laughs> status that you would That post. he would write. Well, maybe, maybe I write all of the Yo Dude creepypastas. Now... I'm not the Actually, best. <laughs> I'm not you know the, what? <laughs> God damn it. Whoa. Now that, been, now that that's been said out loud. <laughs> I can totally fucking... Right. Well, back to the story. Now, I'm not the best writer ever. That sounds like you. As he just said. I'm actually one of a fan fiction guy, not Lemon. Feel free to give me some tips, but let's be real. I'm dealing with the embodiment of pure evil, and I don't have time to check my metaphors. <laughs> Sorry about that. Maybe if I survive and don't come out of this completely bonkers, I'll review and revise. But I'm digressing. My story starts with my best friend, Brewster. Mm. <laughs> so how do you feel about our protagonist so far? Because this sounds like this is going to be it. Well, I feel like Officer Dewdrop. <laughs> I feel like... You can't... Is that where if... the split is? Does it go that way when... Officer Dewdrop is not Frederick, man. I'm the Dewdrop. If you if you're gonna go to like this length to write this fucking feature length film screen <laughs> screenplay here, and then and then halfway through be like, just so you know, none of this has been edited, and I don't know if this will even make sense. I mean, you could just read it twice. <laughs> you know? You have a good point, but I think um... That's the internet for you. I more so think it's the tool yeah. this writer is using to make you uh, mm-hmm. underwhelmed before the story starts, <clears throat> so that it can surprise you later. Yeah, like um, at least that's my experience with No Sleep. I've read some pretty um, well as a dumb guy, some pretty smart mm. stuff. <laughs> some of my favorite novels are, are stuff that's like just real, like simple shit, like High Fidelity. That's, sure, that, that's a bro. Absolutely. That's a bro novel. But I guess it's just like if in the beginning of High Fidelity it was like, hey, just so you know, guys, uh, I have not really looked into any of this shit, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe the metaphors are fucked up. Who could say? You know, it's like you know, but I think you're right. It's just like it's a it's mechanism. A, it's a tool. It's a mechanism. Yeah. At least I assume so. But anyway, okay. <laughs> well, isn't somebody gonna be Brewster? All right. Yo, dude, Brewster said, looking out the glass doors at the back of my kitchen. Pushed back his baseball cap, like so. Scratched his head and go, Do you own a dog? <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you own a dog? <laughs> oh. They, they almost said the thing. Because almost. There's, a lot, there's a lot of other words there. If you would have just checked his metaphors. I lo- oh, man, this <laughs> next sentence. I looked up my Pokemon game, frowning. <laughs> you interrupted my, my fucking gaming. It was about 2 a.m., and the neighborhood was quiet as death. But leave it to Brewster to find my empty backpack more interesting than a haunted Pokemon game. He was a textbook jock, a distressingly tan lax bro with muscles the size of Texas, and a brain the size of a tube of chapstick. God damn it. Somehow we were friends. I paused the game to grab a fistful of popcorn. Hell no! My mom's allergic. It's probably a stray. Hold on. Is this erotica? Is this literotica? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it is. Uh, do they fuck? Is my question. Oh, I hope not. When does this guy in Brewster get it in? <laughs> <laughs> but what about the dog? 
I've only this, read... That, but the, the dog is like the story. It's like the beginning of the story. It's like, hey, do you have a dog? No. And then thus started the eight-month like, romance. What do you play in there? Pokemon? I want to read as Brewster. <laughs> okay. I like Pokemon, too. And then they make out, and they start fucking. God is that what this is? Because it's just like this dialogue. Is like he's like, I reached for a fistful of popcorn as my bro. Like he's a, you know, he's a tight he bro. Might, he might be in Texas. love with his bro. I hope so, because this is very lovingly crafted. There, there was only there is there is only one other series on the show that even touches on the topic of sex. There's a lot of like genital mutilation in stories, but mm. there's only one story we read that actually has sex scenes in it and like we approached it relatively seriously and then you know made a giant joke at the end. So it's like uh, the build up. Who knows? I hope maybe they do get I hope this is about I hope all of these lead to and then and then, yeah, dude, you wanna fuck? Yeah, dude, fun. you wanna fuck every one of these? Episodes. That that is now gonna be my Tinder profile, Bob. <laughs> Yo, yeah, dude, you wanna fuck? <laughs> it looks really sick, dude. It's creeping me out. Just close the blinds. I don't want to. He whined. Jesus, we just found a Pokemon game where blood spurts out of the characters' eyes. You see strays every day? I don't know. Now it's like foaming at the mouth. He cringed. <laughs> I rode up from the couch, grumbling as I dropped the Pokemon game, and walked up to Brewster. He seemed terrified for someone who could probably snap any dog in half. Look, you moron! The... I stopped as I looked out the door and into the darkness of my backyard, lit by a few garden lamps. That was definitely not a dog. That was definitely a naked, gray, bald man crouched in my backyard, drooling and staring at us. This is definitely a sex tape. Mm. <laughs> my face screwed up in confusion. Again. Why would he think it's a dog? <laughs> Leave it to Brewster to think that some poor homeless man was a dog. Yeah, yeah dude. He had a dog. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. I'm calling the cops. That's not a dog, that's a homeless guy. And he's probably mentally ill. It's not his fault. But he growled at me. I was already dialing the Baltimore City Police Department, ready to explain that there was some naked guy in my backyard at 2 a.m. Why the fuck is there surfer dudes in Baltimore? Anyway, the dispatcher clicked on the line. Baltimore City Police, state your emergency. Or should you? Uh, I'm Deputy Dooley, of course I say that line. <laughs> a, a calm female <laughs> voice answered. Did I say that Deputy Dooley's a girl? Good evening. Uh, I live at 126 Woodbird Drive. I looked back to the glass doors. The homeless man was still firmly rooted on my property. Um, there appears to be a naked man in my backyard. Static suddenly crackled to life in the background. Could you give me an address, please? Said the calm woman's voice. <laughs> Frowning, I gave her my address again and waited for her to respond. Silence except for static and an occasional pop. I thought that I had lost the call, but there was still no dial tone. Hello, ma'am? Hello, ma'am? I shouted into the phone. There is a naked person in my yard! Where are you going? What? A loud pop echoed on the phone before the same tone repeated itself. Where are you going? Mmm, are you on drugs? Yes, ma'am! <laughs> Oh, damn. Ma'am, on drugs? Are you on drugs? I asked, that being the possible explanation at the time. Come back. 
Excuse me? Come back! Suddenly, out of nowhere, the thick smell of rotting meat clogged the air. Both Brewster and I gagged. He stuffed his sleeve over his nose and looked back at me fearfully. I'm sure they did. Why does it smell like hamburgers? Hell if I know! His voice turned fearful. It's the dog! Brewster, shut up! I turned my attention back up to the phone, but the woman continued to repeat the same phrase over and over again. Come back! Come back! Come back! <laughs> Can you connect me to the Baltimore County office? I asked politely. <laughs> the woman was about to respond when Brewster let loose a high-pitched shriek. <coughs> I whipped around to see the homeless man's face pressed against the glass door, gnarling. I gaped at the visage. <laughs> gaped. <laughs> I gaped my vagina at the visage. God damn it. They're gaping. They're gagging. I gaped at the visage, and my eyes bugged. My mind struggled to process the face. That was definitely not a naked homeless man. The thing had followed, black eyes, and a canine snout. Its curled lips revealed dozens of stained fangs. A few gossamer hairs grow in its emaciated head. The rest of the body grew, or uh, the rest of the body gray and taut. The spine stuck out on its back. At this point, Brewster crumpled up on the ground, snobbing and repeating screamly, "Mom!" As the thing brought a huge, bloodied crawl up to the door, I dropped the phone. The woman's voice now only reduced to something that sounded like Latin or Japanese. I'm not really sure. <laughs> The phone clattered on the counter as the naked gray thing and I stared at one another. I, shocked and horrified, it evidently enjoying scaring the crap out of two pathetic boys after what seemed like hours, the thing's face crept into a huge grin and it paused to rap's two single words. Although the glass door muffled the sound, I hear the two words as clearly as if they were whispered in my ear. Frederick Allison. Brewster stopped screaming and jerked back to look at me in horror as the thing shot off back into the darkness. I swallowed. Oh. Shit. That was my name. <laughs> okay. So maybe I used too many semicolons. So sue me. Looking back though, I suppose I threw you into the story too late. I got a little ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Obviously my jimmies are slightly rustled. Let me backtrack a little. Okay, so... That was part one. How do you feel about uh, yo, dude? Do you have a do? You, do you own a dog? Yeah, I mean, less homoeroticism than I would like. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of gagging, a lot of gaping. Uh, there was a lot of there was a there was a yeah. mention of swallowing. Yeah, man. I mean, hashtag more gray balls. Come on. Mm. And, and, and there's Pokemon in there. I like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I only like my Pokemon with bloody eyes. So. And homoeroticism. Um, okay. We actually we we read Lavender Town on episode twenty, and you would like any of Sir Booberry's episodes because he always misses words that like are very sexual, <laughs> but it's like it's totally honest. Like it's an yeah, actual yeah. slip of the words, and he'll say like glaze instead of gaze, and so you immediately Ooh. we immediately just start making like master. Noises. It's glazing. Oh, anyway, so part two is called Yo Dude, Do You Have an Adopted Sister? <laughs> My mind kind of goes to like, I don't know, based on the first one's appearance. 
this is gonna be like some grudge shit, you know? Probably. Hmm. I don't know. Have you been on Pornhub lately? I mean, that's all about that hmm. adopted sister stuff. So sure. Or just sure. real sisters. Or just real sisters. Yeah. Cool. Depends on where. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Frederick here. Wow. I really appreciate all of your guys' support. I also really appreciate how many idiots there are on Reddit. Regardless, I figured that I owed you all more information. I realized in my last post that I threw you into the story a little late. Sorry about that. Luckily, I've had another chance to write down some more background info. Once again, I apologize for any semantic errors. My name is Frederick Ellison. I was named after that great black abolitionist orator and thinker Frederick Douglass. I guess my mom expected another great black thinker, but all she got was a really nerdy, skinny kid who keeps solid grades and shares a love affair with Pokemon. It's homoerotic. This guy's alright. <laughs> I had a pretty, pretty normal good. childhood, or so I thought. You know how you think something's normal until someone else tells you differently? Hey, uh, hey guys, yo, bro, did you ever, uh, you guys ever have a naked guy come up in your backyard and just stick his face on your, on your, on your, like, you know, window, and then you realize that he's actually, like, a dog man with big claws and, and like, bloody stuff? You ever, that ever, no? Normal childhood stuff, then I had a go-gurt. Yeah. Yeah. And then he well, yeah, man. went back to all of his friends were eating gogurt and he was eating Skippy Squeeze, you know? Like, oh, they were like I thought it was normal and then I realized that this wasn't yogurt. It's expired. My point being, he thought he had a normal childhood, but then something happens just a little different. And and you know That's what? not what dogs look like. <laughs> oh fuck. Me and Brewster were we were fucking damn. But we were fucking, and then, <laughs> then damn, damn, that's a dog. Never seen one. Well, I thought that everyone woke up in the middle of a cornfield on Friday nights, or sleepwalked to the basement door every Tuesday night at approximately 2:47 a.m. Even when I would stay over at Brewster's house, despite the absence of the basement, I would walk downstairs and just stare at a wall. Brewster found me once and took a few photos before making me a sandwich in an attempt to wake me up. Don't ask me how that would have helped. I'm glad he addressed that. Occasionally, I would wake up and find humanoid shadows at the foot of my bed staring at me with white pinpoint eyes. I also happened to have an ironic bedwetting problem. No coloration. These episodes stopped once I reached 14 and dropped religion. But the one constant that stayed was Brewster. Brewster Wellington. I think I've had one of those. <laughs> the third senior. <laughs> what? Has, <laughs> has been my friend since we accidentally exchanged saliva by teeth on the same binky. Okay. Alright, keep going. Keep going. Let's. Where's this gonna we go? We played sports together. I did his homework for him in French class. He punched a guy in the face for me. The correct term for our friendship is heterosexual life partners. That is not the correct term. <laughs> the correct term is homosexual life partners. Consequently, it was Brewster who sent my current situation to shit. 
Yo, dude, garage sales! Brewster exclaimed, eyes wide at the number of garage sales in my small neighborhood. <laughs> okay, this guy's alright. He just says, yo, dude, at things that he sees. I've heard that this street has some pretty sick deals. If you say so. We puttered around a local Baltimore neighborhood in his souped-up Jetta. Despite Brewster having enough money to feed a small third-world country, he still pimped his ride like white trash. A loud exhaust pipe, tinted windows, etc. I slumped low in my seat as Brewster turned up the volume on a piece of dubstep that could have okay, been Okay, these guys are definitely gay. For a dial tone. <laughs> I poked my head up to spy a neat-looking garage sale off to the right. Hey, Brewster, that one. No, this one! Brewster screamed, jerking the wheel to the left. Ooh! The car swerved into the driveway of an older brick house, and as I braced myself on the car door, I noticed that there was only one table out in the open garage. The house looked empty, the lights off, and overgrown weeds choking the doorstep. Rooster, there's one table and no one's there, I muttered. It was so calling to me, dude. He jumped out of the car. Come on, we'll score some sweet deals. I got out of the car just as Brewster was checking around the house and calling if anyone was home. He spotted me and came running with a huge grin, holding up an old Pokemon Blue game. Check it out, dude. Majorly old school Pokemon game. What the fuck is up with this guy? Where did you get that from? The table! <laughs> I looked to the table in the open garage. It was completely empty. That Pokemon game must have been the only thing there which was bizarre on its own level. I frowned at the empty table, noticing the strangeness of the situation. Brewster seemed to catch my uncertainty. Hey dude, you don't need to hang around, he said. You can wait in the car if you want, and I'll just put the game back. This is weird. I shrugged and got back in the car. Brewster returned a few minutes later and quickly pulled the car out of the driveway. We headed for my house for a night of watching reality TV. But as we drove closer and closer to my house, I noticed Brewster beginning to perspire. I furrowed my brow. You okay? Just as we were about to pull into my driveway, Brewster gripped the wheel tighter and stared ahead. Uh, dude... He paused. I have a confession to make. Okay, here we go. I quirked my eyebrow at him. Uh, you know that Pokemon game that we just looked at? <clears throat> yes. Well, uh, I took it. I turned to him as he pulled into my driveway. You stole it? He parked and pulled the game out of his pocket. It looked so cool and no one was there, and... I mean, you love Pokemon, too. Sure, but I don't steal shit. His face fell. I just thought it'd be cool. I looked away. Whatever. I'm not playing the game. A few hours later, I was playing the game. <laughs> noticing the increasingly strange phenomenon, not characteristic to Pokemon. 
all of the NPCs had blood spurting from their eyes, and most of my Pokemon automatically named themselves DEATH, or BEWARE. Mm. The main character was a girl, and her name was always Mildred. Bitch, you chose a weird-ass game to steal. I muttered to Brewster, but then noticed that he wasn't sitting next to me anymore. I looked up to see him staring out the window. Yo, dude. Do you have a dog? Then, that's when shit hit the proverbial fan. As soon as the naked gray thing ran away from the back door, Brewster stopped pissing himself with fear. We both looked at each other and screamed. We hit high octaves. Horror. What do we do? I don't know. Calm down. I grabbed his shoulders. My mom keeps a shotgun in her closet. Grab that and come downstairs. He bit his lip, resembling a massive infant, for a split second before running upstairs. I heard his footsteps banging above my head before they stopped abruptly. It didn't sound like he stopped to open the closet. It was as if he was startled by something and froze in fear. Brewster? I called hesitantly. Uh, dude? His voice was high with fear. Do you have an adopted Asian sister? Ah, uh, So this yes. is totally going the this is totally going the grudge way. You're right. <laughs> I think it's being stereotypical. Yeah. I frowned in confusion before busting it up the stairs, bursting into my mom's room to see Brewster frozen in the middle of the room, staring out the window. My mom's room was a small balcony, and on the balcony stood a small, thin, Asian. She was about our age, with straight black hair, and a face that could have killed someone. Her downy brows sharpened low over her dark eyes in a mask of rage. She's got the dance. For some bizarre reason, she was holding a pineapple under her arm. I stared at her for a moment. How could she have accessed the balcony? <laughs> this was all too much to take in at once. Are you lost? I shouted at her. Why do you have a pineapple? <laughs> she continued to stare. And then she took a step forward. I'm not sure if it was her furious expression, the fact that a strange girl just appeared on my mom's balcony, or the fact that a weird naked gray thing had just attacked us, but Brewster and I both rushed into the closet and jammed ourselves inside. I grabbed the shotgun, wedged in the back, and cocked it. Amy. No, <laughs> come on! Oh, sorry. Come on, get your head in the game. If I would have pointed at you, would you have made a shotgun sound? Probably would have made a sound. Aiming it at the closed doors of the closet. I'm scared. Shut up! It's just a girl with a pineapple. <laughs> I grabbed the closet an inch to look outside. Looking into the space was the girl. My heart stopped, and I fired the gun wildly. The bass slamming into my shoulder as bolts riddled the room, and smoke filled the air. Brewster screamed and jumped on me in fear, knocking the gun away. As smoke cleared, the girl still stood before us, unharmed. She merely dropped the pineapple on the floor between us. We silenced immediately as her furious expression changed into a deep frown. All right, you idiots, <laughs> she said. You're in trouble. Cut up this pineapple for me and then we'll talk. Oh, and the name is Mildred. <laughs> I love this. Okay, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, I, I 
if I had a nickel for every time a girl was like, cut up this pineapple and we'll talk, I would have zero nickels. <laughs> <laughs> um, pineapple is supposed to make your jism taste better. I hear that. That's why Kate loves it. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of pineapple in my day. I don't like pineapple. <laughs> and I'm extremely inconsiderate. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of juice in my day. That, you, you just drink juicy juice. <laughs> Oh, so how do we feel about the story? It's uh, it's ramping up to a retarded degree. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How about you? I feel like I read too fast in the first one, and the second one was fire. What's <laughs> no, in the third, you were you were great in the first. You're fine. Uh, yeah. So we gotta look at the title. Yo, dude, we're gonna die. You're going to read, mm-hmm. and you're going to read as also Mildred. As Mildred. Okay. But, but just <coughs> feel free to pause a second, see who's speaking, figure context clues out, hmm. and just, you know, if you if you don't know, just take it. <laughs> so. All right. <clears throat> uh, and what what is it? Yo, Yo dude, dude, we're, we're going to die. die. All right. Does anyone, does anyone know any good warrior priests? Right, so we're off to a good start. <laughs> this is a good first sentence. Asking for a friend? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm asking for myself in order to uh, in order to not get killed. Without further ado, Mildred and I, opposite one another in armchairs, as Brewster struggled to cut up the pineapple into manageable chunks. Mildred wasn't as terrifying as before. Now seeing her in the light, although she still had a chronic bitch face. I'm not using that term in a sexist manner. <laughs> she truly looked like she was constantly pissed. The clock ticked on the wall from the, uh, and that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> Sorry. From the moment she dropped the pineapple between Brewster and me, Mildred had not spoken. So? I paused. What's with the pineapple? She shrugged. I was hungry <laughs> and figured you guys uh, had a knife to cut... What? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I just halfway through the sentence, I, my brain just comprehended what was you, about to be you said. You probably don't listen to last podcast on the left. No. But uh, you're sounding like Ben right now, and it's fucking hilarious. So okay. just continue doing what you're doing. <clears throat> you're doing great. Great. So, all right. She shrugged. I was hungry and figured out, uh, and figured you guys had a knife to cut it up. I was just coming back from the farmer's market when I started following you two. I cringed. Brewster brought over uh, he brought over the bowl of pineapple and began to set it uh, set it down in front of her. She slapped his hand and took it from him, curling up in the armchair around the bowl. Brewster cowered into into another armchair. For such a small teenager, she was terrifying. She started eating the pineapple. Uh, I said. We'd really appreciate you telling us why you followed us, broke into my house, and then told us that we were in trouble. She nodded disinterested. Yeah, right. Okay, so... She paused. I hate to tell you this, but, uh... You're being hunted down by a monster who won't stop chasing you until he basically rips you up and eats your dead body. She paused again. I'm sorry. I narrowed my eyes. Excuse me? She sighed. Let me phrase this another way. Has your phone been acting weird? I nodded. Smell of meat in the air? I nodded. She ate another piece of pineapple. Giant gray dog man at your door? 
She quirked an eyebrow. He said your name? I nodded once more. Yeah, she looked into the bowl. As I said before, you're pretty much screwed, sorry. <laughs> Brewster and I exchanged glances. Uh, what? Brewster managed. She snapped into a glare, and it's your fault. His face fell. Huh? You stole my hacked Pokemon game that my idiot senile grandpa decided to leave outside. I hacked that game myself. It had a girl as a main character and everything. I'm assuming Mr. Nerd over here, she wiggled a piece of pineapple at me, played it. Brewster nodded, meekly, avoiding looking at him. I gave Mildred a skeptical look. I don't see how this relates to all the shit that's going on. She steepled her fingers, a la Dr. Evil, turning to me. Frederick, you and I are not that different. Did you used to sleepwalk as a kid? To weird places? A lot of people do that, I muttered. She rolled her eyes. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't see figures at the foot of their bed at night. She must have seen me looking like I had just pooped myself. Because she chuckled. There's a lot of weird things in this place. Ghosts. Or in this world, sorry. There's a lot of weird things in this world. Ghosts, goblins, ghouls. And one certain people, and only certain people, are affected by them. And these things are very nasty. And don't respect humans as apex predators. She gestured at the kitchen back door. Like garden tool. I did a double take. Like who? That gray thing that came up to the back door. She rolled her eyes. The Grand Council of Internet Virgins uses the name The Rake and <laughs> writes fanfiction about it. I don't know, it's stupid. It was a toss-up between Ho and Garden Tool, and I like the less vulgar one. More clever, you know? I blinked at her. This was before I posted, and I started posting on Reddit. I was never exactly a, a horror aficionado, but the fanfiction I read never involved naked gray man, gray dog man. That was a subject I did not want to touch. Have you ever heard of The Rake? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, he, so, is, so this followed, is like a common internet thing? So the rake is a, um, a cryptid of creepypasta lore, much like that of Slenderman or okay. the Killer. Um, he, he pops up from time to time. I think in episode, I want to say like eight, we read the first rake story, which is just very basic. Uh, guy at the guy wakes up in the middle of the night and there's like a dog person at the oh, foot okay. of his bed and it tells him when he's gonna die and shit like that. Um, it's very like, <clears throat> it's not terrifying as much as it, it's like a, just a creep. Just a creep. Yeah. Creep. Creepo. Weirdo creep, guy. Creep, just kind of looming over. Yeah. If Garden Tool says your name, Mildred uh, made a chopping motion with her hand. You're good as dead. She paused. Except for me. I attribute my survival to my intelligence and charm. Her eyes snapped to mine. But you have something of mine, yes? The game? I nodded. Well, it looks like you followed that scent and uh, has a new plaything. She shrugged. Now both of us are screwed. I threw my hands out. You can, oh, yeah. You keep on saying that so casually. It's pretty easy to talk about death once you've accepted it as it is, or at whatever. <laughs> she said cheerfully. There was silence for a moment. I can try to help you guys out. Brewster mumbled guiltily. I turned to him. God damn it, Brew! The powerful stench of rotting meat hit me, and I stopped. Brewster and I both registered at once and turned to Mildred, our eyes tearing and sleeves over our noses. Yeah, dude. Brewster whimpered. 
It's that spell. She wrinkled up her nose, putting the pineapple bowl aside. This isn't good. What the hell do we do? I asked desperately. The doorbell rang. All three of us looked at the front door, still overpowered by the rotting smell. It was about 3 a.m. My mom was on a business trip. Who the hell would go to the, uh, would be at the door at 3 a.m.? Brewster jumped up from his seat. Who is it? Brewster, you idiot! <laughs> I grabbed his arm and pulled him back, picking up a shotgun from the side of the chair. I inched to the door, looking through the people. Darkness. Not the darkness of night, but pure black with a glass sheen. My mind worked to figure out what I was looking at. When I realized, or when I suddenly realized in horror what it was, an eye. Oh shit! <clears throat> I scrambled back just as uh, just as the door began crashing on its hinges, battered up, uh, battered by something huge. Cracks raced across the cracks raced across the wood, and I cocked the shotgun. Oh, he still, so he still has the shotgun. Okay, aiming at the door. I have no experience shooting a gun. I said, cowering behind my armchair. Meanwhile, I think Brewster wet himself. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Mildred sat up on her chair. We need to leave now. Get a car. It'll catch us on fire. The door was almost down. I don't have a car. Mildred looked at Brewster and he and he shook his head, trembling. Mine's in the front. Shit. She tried to uh, she tried to knock the gun out of my hands. Don't even bother. That won't even work. My eyes buggered at her. What? We need like holy water or some religious shit. You tell me that now. I shrieked. The door fell down in the, uh, with a splintering, uh, the splintering of wood and a huge crash. The three of us shot behind, behind. <laughs> it's literally tied there twice. Uh, one armchair to hide, which was both stupid and ineffective. I heard claws scratching up against the the wood floor as whatever broke down my door walked into the house. There was silence for a moment, coupled with uh, with wheezing. <laughs> yeah. Before I heard a familiar voice, a familiar rasping voice, I knew ins- I knew instantly what had just broken down my door. Come out. Garden tool. <laughs> Shit got real. <laughs> I'm I'm confirming that Brewster did pee himself when this happened. More on the way. So that was part three. <laughs> like, it's just... A, I, he really did pee himself. Anyway, I'll tell you more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. How you guys feeling? Good. Feeling good. It's ramping up. It's ramping up. You want to take... We were just introduced part? to sure. a new character, new Mildred. Mildred uh, sure. Introduction of uh, another... A new pra- uh, pr- protagonist. I really like Mildred. your your portrayal of uh, Mildred. You're a Mildred. Yeah. That's a person. Mildred, you know... You stupid fucking idiots. Exactly. She's she's a little cocky, even though she's like... She's got nothing to lose, but she knows that she's surrounded by retards. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this this is pretty good. It's oh. fun. It's a fun it's one. Libre. It's fun to use. Well, I don't think we talked about the name of this one yet. Yeah, this one's called Yo Dude, Don't Stop Me Now. I'm having mm. such a good time. I'm having a bow. Stop yeah, maybe uh, maybe Queen will come up, right? I hope so. That's kind of like the first thing I think. Yeah, of. Don't stop me now. Yeah. Or maybe he was watching Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> but still, it would be about Queen, I guess. Uh huh. Absolutely. You know, it saddens me that people 
assume that means Beyonce these days. Not saying they say oh. queen. Not my queen. <laughs> Hashtag not my queen. It's trending it started, worldwide. It started here. Okay. Me queen. Frederick here again. Almost to the time when I started posting on Reddit. Time flies, doesn't it? Open this background tab, and I'll continue my story. I'm not doing it. It's probably some kind... He probably wants people to listen to, like, ambient music. <laughs> or some kind of narration. I'm just... Fuck it. Dude's kissing. Yeah. ASMR of, like... Porn. Yeah, no. Recordings of gay porn. Just a little... Have you ever even kissed a girl? <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like I'm writing a fan fiction of my life for you people. Yeah. Well, it seems that way, doesn't it? Literally what he's doing. When you're about to die, you notice the little things in life. Like the fact that the kitchen faucet was dripping, carelessly left on by Brewster. Or the sudden knowledge that you forget to pick up beef jerky from the store. The little things. But I truly thought that I was going to die. Who shops for beef jerky? <laughs> yeah, um, beef jerky's just a thing you, yeah. you just get. Or, oh, fuck, I forgot to... I forgot to get yeah, beef jerky. But I'm saying, when like, you're who's like... somewhere, you know, it just shows up. Well, when, when you're like, when you, it's not on your fucking shopping list. Oh, I need milk, I need eggs, I need beef jerky. As an officer, I just steal it from sheets. <laughs> yeah, it's the way to go. I think that's how most people eat beef jerky, to be fair. Man, it costs like $14. I ain't paying for that shit. No, yeah. it's not that expensive. It's pretty expensive. The the big bag of cheats is. Because <laughs> I steal it because of that. Oh, shit. Deputy Dewey. <laughs> Deputy Dewey. He's tipping his hat. <laughs> In the fuss. It's better okay. than what I do at cheats. I truly thought shit on the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> Dirty diapers. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank God I got a new squat car. Like a, like a real furry. This is your second new car since then. That wasn't that wasn't brand new. I know, this but I'm saying you new. you've had two yeah, cars. Yeah. It's been two cars ago. There was poopy on that. Uh, that's car. how that's how ruined that uh. <laughs> But look how much more enriched your life has been as a result. You were like I can't fucking hold on to this thing. It's got poopy in it. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this shit. I, I could never have oh, I could never have sex on the passenger seat ever again. Oh uh, shit! You know, because Literally. I because you I, could because I couldn't have gotten laid anyway. You could, but <laughs> you would just be thinking about my poopy. I've seen weirder porns. I truly thought that I was going Probably to true. die. That thing, garden tool, stalked into the room with ragged breathing. Claws scratching against floorboards. Death was approaching, and I knew in that in that moment we were infinite. <laughs> we weren't infinite. He's saying uh, he's saying perks of a beautiful wallflower. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> we were fucked. More accurate. I eyed Mildred, muttering to her, "Are you absolutely positive a gun won't work against it?" Ah, uh, I mean, it won't kill it. A stun. I guess. Come out, meat. I shot up from behind the armchair and pumped lead into the monster. <laughs> Trembling back from the shotgun's recoil. Fuck! I attempted to say something suave, like, this time, it's personal. <laughs> but all I said was, oh! <laughs> as I felt back, him as a character, though. <laughs> Garden Tool did too. Lurching back with the shots and splattering the room with black blood. But just as he rolled onto the floor, it rose again. Bullet wounds filling up with flesh. The blood faded. 
That was definitely not normal. I stood, paralyzed, as he stalked forward. The thing cracked a grin, revealing a stained, sharp teeth. Black eyes narrowed. He knew that I was terrified. Guns don't work. Suddenly, I heard a... This is about a black person. Yeah, guns do work. If you're a teenager in high school. Oh... Suddenly, I heard a shout behind me. If you're awake, they work. Bad dog! Brewster came through for me just this once, hefting an <laughs> armchair over his head with mighty roar and heaving it at Garden Tool. The monster tried to duck away, but the chair was too large and it smashed into his body, trapping him in the corner. Black blood began to pool around the chair and his twitching limbs. Dude, these guys are so gonna fuck by the end of this story. There's... Three girls. No, no, no two guys. Two, two guys, guys one girl. girl. What no, the, the girl's fuck not going to be involved. She's, she's way up. <laughs> you know she's way the above. She's not going to be involved the immediately. <laughs> no, she's way above what's going on here. These two know. dudes, they're like saving I'm each other. A tiny Asian chick finds yeah. herself surrounded by two dude bros and one of them's black. But like, she's got a pineapple. <laughs> Leslie fight. Dude, she. Leslie fight. But this chick showed up with a pineapple and said, hey, bitches. Cut this fucking pineapple. <laughs> and they did it. They do not get pussy. Not at all. It does not matter. There's no way that they fuck this girl. They fuck each other. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. And it has nothing to do with the fact that she's there. They're clearly already in love. Sure. 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 And then on top of that, they're saving each other and everything. They did say in the beginning that they punched a guy for him. Yeah. He, did. he goes, hey, dude, you like Pokemon? You know? <laughs> well, once we got done blowing each other, the three of us stared at the bloodied armchair. Is he dead? I asked. The armchair moved in a split second. The three of us tore up the stairs while Garden Tool was incapacitated, stuffing ourselves back into my mom's bedroom closet. Why the hell didn't we run outside? Mildred asked angrily at us. We can't worry about that now, I whispered. I turned to Brewster. Bro, talk. <laughs> Bro, talk. Bro, talk. Bro, talk. What do we know? What do we know? <laughs> Bro, talk. Bro, what do talk. we do? I don't know, man. Brewster sniffed. Tears appeared in his eyes. I'm scared, bro. Guns don't work. Chairs don't even work. Brewster, we'll get through this. Oh, here we go. I grabbed his hand. Remember the power of friendship. I love you, brother. I love you too, dude. Okay, what do we do? I got the keys to my car. We just need to get to the front of your house. How? <laughs> Mildred whispered angrily, cutting into her heartfelt friendship fest. A distraction. Brewster whispered. How about I jump out to flap my arms around and meowing? Garden till threw the closet door open, screeching in fury. <laughs> I screamed, and for once in my life, had a good aim. I shot him directly in the mouth. Okay. He jerked back from force, screaming in pain and frothing blood. Is this a, wait, is this about Garden Tool? Or is this about Brewster? <laughs> <laughs> I shot him in the mouth! blows. Everyone move! Mildred howled, pushing us into a run. We barreled to the front of the house, Garden Tool springing up and tearing after us. I leapt through the busted front door and shot out into the winter night, stuffing myself into the passenger seat of Brewster's car. <laughs> Brewster and Mildred followed suit, Brewster taking the driver's seat and Mildred tumbling into the back of the car. 
I cocked the shotgun as Brewster struggled to... You cock a shotgun? It's, yeah, I guess that's not... I cocked the shotgun as Brewster struggled to take his keys and stick it in the ignition. Brewster, move! I yelled. He blinked back tears. I'm scared! I pulled him into the passenger seat, jamming the shotgun into his hands and shoving myself into the driver's seat. I heard scrambling outside the door. Garden tool leapt onto the front of the car and then smashed its head on the windshield. I gunned the engine and floored the car forward. Brewster blasted a bullet into the windshield, missing guarding tool completely, and blowing a massive hole in the car. Glass exploded everywhere! I threw my arms up to shield my face as guarding tool forced his torso through the broken glass, screeching in my face. His, with a capital I in the middle, breath smelled like, guess what? Surprise! That rotting meat smell that followed him everywhere. He was about to lunge at me when Mildred shot up from the back seat and threw something around his neck, pulling back. Garnetu shrieked, choking, scrambling to untangle itself from whatever it was choking at. I caught a glimpse of the rope for a split second, a crucifix charm dangling off of it, a rosary. Mildred let go of the rosary and Garnetu fell back from the front of the car. I rammed the gas and the car roared before shooting forward, running over the creature with a satisfied thump and a roll of the wheels. <laughs> he burned rubber onto the street, fast and furious style, baby! Shooting into Baltimore City. Mildred looked back and saw Garden 2 for a split second, slowly rising from the ground. She flipped him off. What a babe. Mildred, don't taunt him! I screamed back at her. Whatever, Mom! Ah, so hot. I drove blindly. Flashing past side streets and continuing into the city. The more people, the safer. Okay, Mildred, where the hell do we... Do we... Yeah, why, why did I fuck that up? <laughs> okay, Mildred, where the hell do we go? Uh, I'm kind of hungry. She mumbled. <laughs> McDonald's. You said that religious items hurt you. All religious items? Him. Where'd you get that rosary? Uh, my grandpa's church. The Korean one out in the country. Can you tell me how how to get there? Yeah, sure, but we'll have to bust in. I don't care if you think it's safe. We're going there. Mildred gave me a look that wasn't the most confident thing I wanted to see, but I steered myself and turned onto the highway, out of Baltimore City and back into religion. Just great. All right. You know, they do have churches in cities. Yeah, man. This guy might be a retard. <laughs> I... We never, we never assumed any less. But he is. I thought it was. Out one. of Baltimore City and back into religion. Like, everyone outside of a city is like this, like, fucking There's haven. so many fucking churches in cities. Yeah, it's, they're everywhere. They're literally all over Go the place. Go to New York and they're literally yeah. on every block. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> hey, it's his maybe, writing Maybe style. he's driving to Amish country. And you know, like, yeah, that, maybe that, you don't that check is his a religion. Right. Oh, shit. He maybe didn't check his metaphors. check his metaphors. Oh, shit. Leave that shit at the door. That's true. That's true. You know, there was no queen <laughs> references in that entire story. There wasn't. I'm glad you had eyes on that. You were looking forward to the right the right thing. Maybe it was playing on the radio just, when they started the car. So Because Brewster's real gay. He's just listen, listening. Oh, yeah. Did they even say, don't stop me, bro, don't stop me now? Well, yeah, that's how uh, that's how AIDS actually is starting to finish up because all the Queen fans are dead now. So there's not you're not, you're not wrong. It's not that much AIDS left. <laughs> um, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, one another thing. 
This is the first one they have not mentioned Pokemon. Pokemon? Well, after... Yeah, they didn't mention it. Mildred gets a lot less screen time than she did previously, so... Obviously sure. a negative. Um, and there are the... the uh, the eroticism that is uh, brewing between Frederick and Brewster is really reaching an all-time high. So I think... Remember when Brewster Wellington was uh, British? Brewster Wellington, Brewster the, Wellington third the third senior. senior. <laughs> There's a lot of questions about that, man. Not sure I trust him. Yeah, dude. Never trust a guy who's the third senior. This, uh, this next part is called Yo Dude, He Took Brewster. I'll bet you... He Takes Brewster... Well, I bet you they don't say that at all. Because no, Brewster's the one who says happen. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Took Brewster. So, what's she going to Frederick's going to say that to Mildred? What if Mildred said? Yo, dude. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That'd be a good twist. <laughs> that would be good. I hope that happens. <laughs> Let's just get this party started. No music because silence is just so atmospheric. Just kidding. That, that thing he told us to listen mm-hmm. to at the beginning of yep. that last part. Yeah, well, it, open uh, in the background, Dan. It might have been Queen. Scrolling, oh. scrolling back to verify. I'll bet you it was. Yep. Son of a bitch. Uh, you can't hear it because of the headphone jack on my uh, mm. on my mic, but it was Queen. Yep. Don't stop me now. Okay, so there is a connection, but um, we judged wrongfully, but um, I mean we judged correctly because it would have been hard to if read. You're, if yeah, if your if your work of fiction song. includes. Hey, in order to enjoy this, you must read outside sources. I imagine what sources. he's doing then is that's them getting in, getting into the car, and you know they start the car mm-hmm. and it's and it's playing. That's his way of like incorporating what he was yeah. thinking or maybe what he was going through into yeah. like the narrative, uh, and it's real gay. Yeah, it is like the uh-huh. it, it is like every scene in like slightly comical scene in a horror movie where they're like, "Get in the fucking car! Come on, let's go!" And they hop in, and everybody who's ever written that, I'm sure has thought in their mind, they were like listening in their mind to Queen. Sure. Don't stop me. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I think Paul Walker did it too. Uh, God, that, that, one, yeah. that was bad. No, I liked okay. it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's having so a I'm, good I'm time, having a good time. This is part five. You already read some of the beginning of it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. No. Oh, I did. You're fucking right. Yeah. Just kidding. Nah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Brewster's car rolled up to a darkened church on one of Baltimore County's smaller streets. A sign with Korean lettering stood in front of the church. The road <clears throat> was deserted. Uh, my uh, my grandpa's church. Mildred muttered. I forgot how deserted it was. Well, let's get inside before that thing hunts us down. I got out and slammed the car door behind me, tossing the keys to Brewster. I pulled on the church's front door, armed with my shotgun. Locked, obviously. I had no clue how to pick a lock, let alone bust a door down, but I wasn't going to look like an idiot in front of Mildred and Brewster. I had already shot a monster in the face. Well, mostly Brewster. Might as well continue my descent into badassery. Brewster stood next to me, at the door, frowning. I don't like this, bro. I know, dude. This is all we can do right now. He paused, eyes downcast. This is all my fault. I'm sorry, Fred. I'm the worst bro ever. I punched his shoulder. Hey, don't be like that. You're the best bro ever. (laughs) 
But you still can you, you still can condemn your your friend to death, you know. Mildred chimed in, worming her way into the conversation. Brewster went back to looking depressed. I turned back to the locked door and began using the shotgun as a kind of battering ram before Mildred shoved me aside. Idiot. Let me do it. You're not fooling anyone. I quailed away as she got busy picking the lock, finishing with a smug smirk and the click of an unlocked door. She cracked open the door, smile turning into a frown. Jesus, I forgot what a dump this place was. The three of us piled into the church, locking the door behind us. Mildred flipped on some lights and the space illuminated in a disappointing array of empty chairs and a fake wooden podium. It looked nothing like the predominantly white Catholic churches of Baltimore. It might have well been a multi-purpose room. Bowls of what I assumed were holy water stood at random places in the church. A massive Jesus crucifix was poised behind the altar, weeping blood tears. Mildred flopped down in a seat. Well, <clears throat> here we are. Feel free to start praying. I don't know. <laughs> I paced the back of the church. Okay, so we propose that we create a gun filled with holy water and wine... Call it the Baptizer 2000, and then... Mildred said. I turned to her. Oh, what? She just paused before muttering. I kind of lied about the uh, power of Jesus thing, you know? I frowned at her. <sighs> Excuse me? The religion thing? She avoided eye contact. Actually, that was just a guess. What? I screamed. She thrust up the rosary she had used to choke garden tool. My grandpa gave this, uh, gave me this from, from this church, and uh, that seemed to work. I threw a dollar store crucifix at Garden Tool once, and he laughed. I don't know, okay? Brewster finally seemed to comprehend what was going on. So, you drove us out here for nothing. No. I know there's something about this place that must work. It's, it's just... She gave a little shrug. I saw her face sadden. I was actually hoping... You two could help me. You didn't think I broke into your house just because I wanted to help you out, did you? You don't seem like the most charitable person. I glared at her. She matched my glare. I'll have you know I donate. <laughs> she silenced at a far-off noise, the sharp, muffled ring of a telephone. I scanned the room and saw the telephone perched on the far side of the room. I checked my watch. Who calls a church at 4 a.m.? No one normal. I started towards the phone as Brewster yelped, Wait, bro! But I caught the call on the last ring, answering with a hard, Hello? I was getting tired of these games. Static on the other end. This isn't scary. I said. I live in Baltimore City, for God's sake. There was a pop of sound before. Where are you going? Nowhere! I screamed, the female monotone ringing in my ear. I am going absolutely nowhere. I am currently stationary. Stay with me. I understand literally nothing of what you're saying. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Save the Lord. I, I shrieked like a small child and hung up the phone. <laughs> Suddenly, there was a bang and the church lights cut to black. I froze, my voice taken away. Fred? Bro, Brewster's, Brewster's faraway voice called. What the fuck? I responded. Something slammed into my temple and white hot pain split through my head. I fell back, my mind going dizzy for a minute. The darkness and sudden sounds of shouting mixing together in my head. I figured that this was what a hangover felt like. 
I tried to get up, but I struggled. After a minute, I managed to stumble to my feet again. Something was strange. The church was completely silent. I studied myself on the wall, pinching the bridge of my nose. My head pounded. Brewster! I called. Mildred! Silence. The pain in my head made it hard to think straight, and I ended up stumbling backwards. I thought I was going to hit the wall, but instead I fell back into a seat behind a heavy curtain. I panicked for a moment, feeling walls around me, but then I thought back to my church days, a confession box. I rested my head in my hands, rubbing my head. Jesus Christ. Yes! I looked up, eyes wide. That was definitely not the voice of Jesus. That was the voice of Garden Tool. You are not Jesus! <laughs> I yelled in a random direction, blind in the darkness. Garden Tool rasped a laugh. I realized he was on the other side of the confession box. The stench of rotting meat filled the air. You are not religious, are you? I happen to abstain from it. Then you know God will not save you. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, anyway, so I'm, gar I'm Garden Tool. Um, so anyway, so you're not religious, so God will not save you. Uh, I'm here to just, uh, you know, take you back. My voice hardened. Turn the lights back on. Where are my friends? Shit. Cut thou less no more, but just a pound of flesh. That cryptic bullshit is nothing to me. The first phone call, then you. I don't care. But I have something that is everything to you. What? The Pokemon game? I don't care what you steal from me. Return to this church at dawn and I will let him go. My heart dropped. What? The light suddenly flashed back on. I hissed and squinted before stumbling out of the confession box and throwing the curtain aside. Garden tool is gone. I cursed and suddenly remembered Brewster and Mildred before running to the front of the church. Mildred was just raising herself up off the ground, a hand at her bloodied head. Brewster was gone. I feel like I just got hit by a truck. Mildred mumbled, still groggy. <laughs> Brewster! I rushed faster, screaming Brewster's name. At some point, I tripped on a chair and tumbled onto the floor, but instead of getting up, I just stayed there for a while. I knew my search was fruitless. Brewster was gone. Return to this church at dawn and I will let him go. I eventually got up. Mildred's standing over me. Uh, what the, what the hell just happened? I swallowed. Garden Tool took Brewster. Her eyes widened. What? I whipped around to her. <laughs> the religion shit didn't work, Mildred. I yelled, kicking a chair. Oh, this is bullshit! He took Brewster! He took us here for nothing! NOTHING! Hey, I didn't promise anything. Her voice was hard. I could have just, you know, <laughs> left you two to die instead. I, I, I try to help. You should be think. You should be thanking me <laughs> for even trying. She threw her arms up in huge movements to show all that she did for us, which added up to breaking into my house, forcing Brewster to cut up a pineapple, asking to go to McDonald's when we were being hunted down, and then taking us to a random Korean church. Sounds like a good time. I stormed away from her and, having nowhere else to go, walked up to the altar. I sat down at the front of it and attempted to pray, but no matter how desperate I was, I was still an atheist. I attempted to be proud. Of my mental fortitude. I thought he said it was agnostic earlier. I put my head I feel, in my oh, hands. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I feel like at this point, you've already seen that, like, 
a fucking cheapo crucifix will stop this thing. And you have to sit there and say to yourself, well, I have not been religious. <laughs> but let's be real here. If there is, If there was ever in your entire fucking life going to be proof that maybe you should be, it's the fact that a crucifix actually works at killing a demon. That would be the only thing in, like, somebody who was, like, completely agnostic, which yeah. I, I also agnostic means you're just not sure. Yeah. But it, if you were, like, 100% like atheist, atheist. like, to like, the point of being, like, a douchebag about it. that point? Like, maybe a metal yeah. or a mineral use? I guess so. Like, you're just sitting there just like... trying to rationalize it to yourself. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he went to the length of, like, going to a church to stop this thing Absolutely. because apparently only crucifixes stop it. So he's still like, well, you know, still don't believe it's like, sure. don't get me wrong, but it seems like a stupid way Absolutely. to consider this scenario. I guess it's just um, the writer extending the story. Yeah. Covering, no, I know, covering I know. the track. I, I'm covering just the track. nitpicking this guy's No, absolutely. Because it's funny. Because you're Because these things do not warrant nitpicking. <laughs> absolutely. Which is why they're fun no, to this, That's literally what this show is about. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I put my head in my hands and struggled to be calm. All I had to do was face Garden Tool at dawn, and Brewster would be fine. Mm. Brewster would be fine. Brewster would be fine. There was still a massive hole in my heart as I attempted to comprehend my own death at the claws of a monster. The fear was there, but no hesitation. Brewster was my main bro, my heterosexual life partner. Mm -hmm. I would take a bullet for him, let alone sacrifice myself Kiss to a monster. Him. <laughs> he would do the same. Touch his body. I looked up at Jesus. Mm hanging over the altar I suppose that's why people coveted religion so much the feeling that someone had your back no matter what a thought suddenly shot through my mind my eyes widened and I got up from my seat effectively standing in awe of my own brilliant idea I knew exactly what to do Mildred puttered up behind me giving me a skeptical look are, uh, are, you, are you okay? I'm fine I'm perfectly fine I turned to look back at her Hey, Mildred. What? Where's the closest place where we can buy dynamite? Tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion. <laughs> Yo, dude. The next part's Go called Ravens. Yo, Dude, The End. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. <laughs> I thought that, that was the whole title. <laughs> Yo, Dude, The End, Go Ravens. Go Ravens. I thought that was the whole the whole last part of this. So we took Brewster. <clears throat> Garden Tool. Fun, mm -hmm. fun name, by the way. Garden Tool. Uh, Mildred plays a pivotal role in uh, in that end, in that last part, so that's <laughs> that's already better. I can't believe like the religion turn that happened in this. Mm -hmm. Where did this come from? Yeah, I mean, well, to, it it didn't come out of nowhere. He did literally mention in like the first sentence where he's like, "I had just started. I, I had just turned fourteen, so now <laughs> I no longer believed in God." Sure. <laughs> that's like literally his like the third sentence is. Sure. You know, one, I was like, I, I stopped believing in, in I, I dropped religion when I turned 14. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you say things like that out loud, you, you know, you're, you're allowed <laughs> to be, you're allowed to not believe in yeah. God or whatever. Uh, I certainly don't, but, um, same. don't be a fucking dickhead about it. Yeah. Uh, like okay. this guy is in, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's literally, this is a character, but sure. like, you know, if that's you, well, you know, I dropped religion when I was 14 because I'm not a retard. Um, you are now being a faggot. Uh, sure. So just don't do that. Uh, you know, <laughs> because not to mention, even if you take that as far as it goes, 
They probably would have saved him in this story by now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, know, if absolutely. He would, you know, I'm actually wondering if this takes like a weird pro-religion turn it at might. the end. Because of, of the way it's kind of like building up to this. No, who's, to, who's to say that uh, that Brewster Brewster believes in God and maybe it like fucking saves his life. Ah. <laughs> you know, maybe. It could be. Why? Well, I, I wonder, really wanted to yeah. like pull a rug. Well, because I'm wondering if like, is Mildred religious? Because her grandfather uh, is, you know, illusion, yeah. or maybe it's like yeah. her because she was given this by her grandfather, who was religious or who is currently religious. Uh, I think she, I think she's smart enough and aware enough of supernatural bullshit that she just knows intuitively to, like, to have a, this. to have a crucifix. Yeah, you know? I guess it, well, she was when already aware of the fact that this thing was shit. going to try to kill her. She knew because, exactly what it was. Because she well, because she modded Pokemon. She's a creepypasta enthusiast, is what we're saying. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah she exactly. It's she like knew the, what the Rick was. She was like, yeah, yeah. there's this thing. It's it, true. Uh, that's that's the power and whatever. She did. She did a. She did a ROM hack of Pokemon so that all the eyes are bleeding and every character's name is Mildred, uh-huh. and uh, therefore mm-hmm. now she's being attacked by a riding flesh monster who looks mm-hmm. like a dog, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. The Rake. We've yes. been there. The Rake. <clears throat> okay. This is a this is yo dude the, the end. end go Ravens dawn the sun peeked through the windows as I stood at the altar of the church smoking a cigarette Oof. the cigarette tasted disgusting <laughs> but I, but I looked like an absolute badass so I was struggling I was struggling through it the monster was due to appear any minute now and did did it give him a timeline did it say at dawn I guess maybe yeah it did say it's at, dawn. at dawn okay. And he's just hanging out smoking a cigarette. Yeah. This guy's alright. If yeah. you're smoking a cigarette, you do look cooler. Yeah. Unless you don't look cool. Some people sure. don't look cool at all. <laughs> um, that's that is a uh, that is just a one hundred percent verifiable fact. There should be a little check mark next to your name on Twitter if you're not cool. Uh, which there usually is. If you look on Twitter, look at most of the people with check marks, they're usually not that fucking cool. They're usually actually tweeting about somebody else being so cool that they should stop saying cool things. Oh, man. <laughs> so right. But, um, no. Do it's, they smoke cool cigarettes? Probably not. They probably only smoke weed, which is the least of the cool cigarettes. It's a dry cigarette. Yeah, the only cool cigarettes are the ones that will murder you two years before you're actually supposed to die. Or sooner, depending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it doesn't affect most people. Uh, <clears throat> the monster was due to appear any minute now, and I had my shotgun at the ready. If my plan worked, uh, it would be the most epic day of... <laughs> this is already the most epic day of my life. Let's be real here. Um, I could write all of my college essays about it. No. <laughs> the birth of my firstborn child would be welcomed with an apathetic nod, because nothing would be as beautiful as this moment. If my plans didn't work, Brewster and I would be both dead. I would both be dead. And, uh, you win some, you know, you lose some. There was a loud bang of a slammed door somewhere from within the church. And I whipped around to see Garden Tool slinking from the front of the church, black eyes shining. He wore a massive grin of needles. That hunched gray form was nothing human or animal. And he dragged he dragged something around or along behind him in one of his claws. He was dragging an unconscious Brewster behind him. My best friend, completely out, but otherwise unharmed. For a minute, I thought he was dead, but then uh, then I saw the copious amounts of drool dribbling from his mouth. Typical Brewster sleep behavior. 
His garden tool neared me, his eyes flickered, and he noticed the shotgun in my hand. He hesitated for a moment before leaving Brewster behind on the floor and, uh, and slinking closer. You never said no weapons. I said nervously, as if using logic would appeal to a gray dog human monster. He has to laugh. I fear no weapon, but a bear for death. Garden tool tensed, looking ready to pounce, and I released an incredibly pathetic whimper of fear. I caught myself attempting to remain stoic. This isn't a regular gun. I managed, relatively close to peeing myself in fear. Garden Tool suddenly seemed to notice that I had modified the gun with something. Don't ask. I'm an AP engineer. I'm in AP engineering. Oh, well. Makes sense. Baltimore City is known for AP engineering. Mm. <laughs> Atheists are known for AP engineering. That's actually <laughs> Atheist People's Engineering. That's what AP stands for. <laughs> I call this baby the Baptized 2000. Not only doesn't shoot bullets, but also holy water, too. Your pathetic religion won't kill me. Garden Tool hissed, with a laughter once more, squinting in delight. He moved from his crouched position, and uh, and my fear dampened. He was amused. God is dead. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm an atheist. Everything after death is nothing. Darkness. Life is meaningless. You know, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I paused to exhale smoke from the cigarette, attempting not to choke and start tearing up. I've been contemplating life. Suicide? He asked, hopefully. No, I've been thinking about all the joys of life, what makes all of our struggles meaningful. You could have heard a pin drop. (laughs) Garden Tool's expression became slightly uh, confused. I know that religion might not hurt you, but you know what will? I paused, letting it soak in. Love. Love will kill you. Although he tried to hide it, I saw his expression flicker into one of absolute fear. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. And then then switch immediately (laughs) back to an expression of amusement. Love. Love. Emotion is nothing. You keep on saying that things are nothing. You're wrong. Love is everything. Back in my house, the shotgun... Oh yeah. Back in my house, the shotgun and armchair hurt you because Brewster and I were protecting one another. Mildred's rosary worked because her grandfather gave it to her. A lot of religious items work because people feel a sense of love within religion. As I ended my speech, Garden Tool's eyes widened. Damn, I should have written my (laughs) thesis paper on this shit. It was pure gold. Looking forward, this speech weighed, uh, weighed more importance than whatever thesis I was planning to write in the future. Garden Tool, you're right. Religion won't hurt you. But you know what will? I cocked the gun. This, and 100 pounds of explosives, filled with love. Platonic love. Bro love. Garden Tool didn't react. I knew that he didn't want... Uh, he didn't want me to see this, his confusion, but... I cocked my head at the Jesus statue behind me. He glanced at the statue, its arms held uh, held out in a welcoming gesture. Arms now full of dynamite. Dynamite that I bought using my mother's credit card at a shady downtown Baltimore weapon shop. A weapon shop that Ray Lewis probably frequented. <laughs> okay. The dynamite, <laughs> the dynamite gathered in a string that led down to uh, directly in front of me. Garden Tool couldn't con- uh, contain his shock. 
He whipped his head at me with an expression of pure fury. His nostrils flared. He lunged at me, claws out and jaws agape, and I shot him square in the mouth with a combination of holy water and bullets. The garden tools seemed to freeze up and mid- uh, drop in midair like lead, crumpling on the ground from nothing uh, and frothing from the mouth. An inhuman gargle ran from his jaws. <laughs> he attempted to rise. I shot his back and he crumpled up, howling. Uh, this whole story's apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. I stepped up to him, uh, tossing my gun into his mouth. Let him choke on it. <laughs> slobber on it. That's not what it says. I daintily held my cigarette in my fingertips, caressing it. Touching it with my <laughs> lips. I was glad to stop smoking. It smoking tastes like shit. Your reign of terror is over, Garden Tool. I said. Never again will you prey on people who steal Pokemon games from other people. <laughs> Through his gurgling and writhing, <laughs> I saw something slip from <laughs> one of his eyes. It's clear as day. A tear. My heart fell. I wasn't as badass as I would have liked to think I was, but... I blotted out the cigarette on one of the chairs and aimed the gun at Garden Tool's head. Au revoir, asshole. I said. It was the best I could do. After the deed was done, I said I set about removing Brewster from the church. I was planning on triumphantly carrying him out, uh, <laughs> carrying him from the church, the building blowing up behind me. But after my change of heart on blowing up the church and my little to none arm strength, I ended up pulling his dead weight by his foot. I had to bump the door open with the back, or with my back and drag him through, but as I was doing so, the door accidentally closed on his head, and he woke his, he, he woke, sure, that's, that sentence did not make sense. He held the door open, sitting up and blinking groggily at me. Dude. He suddenly snapped back into consciousness and jumped up, crushing me in a massive hug. Bro, you're alive. We pulled back. I've never been more alive. Tears sprung in his eyes. And you saved me, bro. We fist bumped. Hey, Brewster. That's what I do best. <laughs> we walked out of the church <laughs> to where Mildred was waiting outside, leaning against Brewster's car, probably rolling her eyes. After taking a tour through more more of the unsavory parts of Baltimore, trolling for explosives. <laughs> trolling for explosives. That's really good. I mean, if we're going to do it in the city, I guess that's the city to do it. It's trolling for sliz. Trolling for explosives. Uh, she wasn't exactly happy with me. Or she studied us. All those Reddit weirdos want you two to become a couple. <laughs> yeah! This all checks out. Excuse me? I asked. We're just brothers from another mother. Oh. <laughs> That's gay. Uh, she sighed and cocked an eyebrow. So, did you kill him? I thought there was supposed to be an explosion, and you walked out of the church triumphantly. He's dead, but no explosion. I paused, shruggingly. Or shrugging? <laughs> shruggingly. I like it. <laughs> you I really didn't want to blow up the church. Also, I guess I'm not one for theatrics and death in the same situation. She frowned. Tell that to those weird no-sleep people. Suddenly, the church exploded behind me, filling the air with a massive boom and uh, an upward rush of smoke and fire. The three of us jumped behind the car, we are watching the church's frame burn, from, burn and crackle. My eyes widened. That wasn't supposed to happen. Brewster patted me on the back. 
Yeah, dude. Don't worry about it. The Korean people can fix it. Mildred glared at him. We sat, uh, we sat back against the car and all took deep breaths. I nodded at Brewster. Well, buddy, everything turned out okay. He nodded in return. It totally did. Want to go back to your house and play some more Pokemon? Most definitely, brother. I want my game back after you're done, Mildred snapped. And uh, I, I, I want another pineapple. So the three of us drove Brewster's completely destroyed car back to my house, stepped through the busted-in front door, and sat down to play Pokemon. Even though our adventures amounted to several million dollars in damage and probably months of therapy for both Brewster and I, I had my friend by my side. And Mildred, I guess. And when it comes right down to it, religion or no religion, afterlife or no afterlife, good life or bad life, the people you love are all that matter. At that moment, life was good. I looked up from the Pokemon game for a moment to see Brewster on the other side of the room, looking out my busted out front door. Yeah, dude, he said, scratching his head. Why is your neighbor wearing a suit? The end. Question mark? That's totally an allusion to Slenderman there at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is your neighbor yeah. wearing a suit? Yeah. I would love a follow-up story about these dude bros facing off against Slenderman. Yeah. They kind of took out the rake, interestingly, but no one really knows how to take out the Slenderman. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Oh, postscript. Postscript. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, thank you, thank you for staying with me through the crazy adventure and supporting my friends and I. Like any good tale of life, the story must end. Although I've been on more adventures, I relinquish a quote to you. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I'm not Batman or anything, but you catch my drift. I have a couple of friends who might need a throwaway Reddit account for their life experiences, so I may hand this account over to them, but we'll see regardless. Thank you. Brewster and I will be inviting you to our wedding. Psych! Ha! You wish we were more than bros. It's alright, folks. Frederick. And that's it. They're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Says Punxsutawney Trill. Yep. Now, uh, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. That was okay. I liked, right. I liked the tone of it, you know? Yeah. I liked, I liked the, uh, um, it was, it was like less of a horror-y thing and more of like a Pineapple Express Type deal. Hey. You know what I'm saying, though? It was more That's like we smoking. two bros. Yeah, man. Well, two bros going to do their thing and then meet up with, like, another person along the way. Like, the, she was easily their Danny McBride. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah, man. She really was. Just like you are to us. Mm. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm the Danny McBride of, um... You. <laughs> <laughs> we read... A pretty big story, but I, I I loved reading it. That was super fun. Yeah, that was fun. I hope you guys had fun. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's really anything else like that story. You know, um, we've been doing this for a while, like a year now. And uh, the closest that's ever come to that is troll pasta. And that's, you know, something that's written to be stupid. Mm. And, you know, it, it's often very mocking and meme-like in quality. And that can be funny to an extent. We read the good ones, like Who Was Phone and, uh... Oh, fuck, what's the skeleton popped out? You know, the the meme horror shit. Yeah. But, you know, as far as that goes, it's really fucking retarded. Yeah. And that story wasn't quite really fucking retarded as it was just a light-hearted mm. 
no sleep story. It was knowingly stupid. Correct. Like it was 100% aware of how dumb it was. Yeah. Which, that's the type of dumb I can appreciate. Sure, I agree. That was that was pretty similar to the kind of dumb you elicited with your short film before. Yeah, no, that is absolutely <laughs> like the type of dumb that if I were to write it down, mine would have ended in homoeroticism. Sure. But, sure. you know, I teach their own, I guess. <laughs> Having acted in that. What? Having acted in that, how does that make you feel? Oh, in that film? Well, I mean, I didn't win the Golden Globe. <laughs> I'm just saying so. that he intended for homoeroticism. Um, I mean, obviously. I, I sure. was the lead character. There was in the um, sure. involuntary body modification in, in my Oh, shit. It was, uh, as our, my yeah, we, we all main was fetish. We all wore the same t-shirt, and yep. you know, shit gets pretty It was your body, sexy. involuntary oh, wow. body morphing. Oh, wow. We actually wore yeah. the same shorts as well. Yeah. And the same thong. Oh, wow. Well, oh, wow. suck the same dick. Mine. Martha's. <laughs> Alright, so this was... So I didn't get to a, say what I thought about it, man. Yeah, tell me what you, tell me what you I think. I love the Easter eggs. I love that there was three main characters for three main yo dude bros That actually right did here. work out. That was pretty good. Yeah, that, that worked out real well. Uh, like I said, very rarely are we going to find something pretty similar to this. Yeah. We've read other stories with multi-parts, like uh, me, Strawberry Shortcake, and Django do a Skinwalker horror story, each playing specific people and you know it's just it's it makes it more theatric it makes it more mm-hmm. uh, involved um yeah it's fun it's fun shit mildred was the best character <laughs> sure this, sure this you're a little biased but sure. yeah she was she clearly, um, was. she clearly was she was like the most competent she showed up and she made two she made a black guy and a surfer guy who I'm assuming was white because they yeah. did not identify his race, even mm-hmm. though they identified the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just assuming he was a white guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the two of them were pissing themselves, and she showed up with a pineapple and said, "Cut this pineapple for yeah. no reason." Yeah, Fredless motherfucker. That's a fucking Fredless. cool thing to do. Um, That's a Metal Gear shit. You didn't you didn't know about the rake before this. Nope. You don't know what the rake even is. Um, yeah. I don't really think you have to. They do a they do a pretty good job. He he probably is less Voldemorty, yeah, and, and more um more just like beast sounding. I don't even know how to think about it. Like a he doesn't really monster. have a lot of character in this. Yeah, um, he's just kind of. It's just weird because if you know his source story, it's this like. He he knows when you're dying, so he just sits next to your bed and tells you and it, and it's supposed to make you go insane that's kind of like the thing but that wasn't really represented he was more yeah. so just like a monstery man who was tripping over a girl's um pokemon tripping over a girl's lavender town rom yeah yeah so. she she rom hacked her game scary spooky guy showed up as a result for some reason because that's what that's what happened yeah. i feel like she um we we never really acknowledged that it was like all her fault. She was probably doing some creepypasta shit. She had some. She was like involved with the occult when she was. Yeah, rom-hacking. absolutely. I think I th- I I think the rom is something completely different that she was just doing. But she knows what no sleep is, and you know it, it's up it's up mm. to say that she wrote this mockingly about like she's really the narrator, but like she's mocking these fucking dudes, mm. but like. Oh, yeah, that, that she she was knowledgeable of all of these things, so she's the stere- she's the no sleep stereotype, mm-hmm. 
and um, yeah, yeah, I, and I, yeah. Actually, that I feel like she attracted the rake, and they got just they got involved with her. Yeah, because they were fucking around with her stuff. Yeah, and then it thought they were tastier. I don't fucking know. Whatever, man. Well, because she she had access to roses. Was, was she in the house for the first story? You think? Uh, was she already there? Is that why the rake was there? Was she already in? But the she house? must. I don't know. Either she was following the rake. I'm or she thinking was if we're blaming. Down. I'm thinking if we're blaming all of this on Mildred, then it mm-hmm. was probably following her. See, the end of this story for me ends with Mildred murdering them, and she was the rake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, "You're about to die." No, she's like, she is the grudge chick. Yeah, like it's stereotype confirmed, which we were wrong about. Yeah, she crawls over her head. Yeah, she, she crawls over her stairs. head. I like that. I like the sound of that. Um, is there is there anything else? <laughs> Anyone wanted to? Well, mention? the grudge is Japanese. She's Korean. F- oh, whatever. Such a change. Juon. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say something super racist, and I'm just not going to. <laughs> Where is the world's biggest supply of pineapples from? Because part of me was gonna say like I don't really, yeah. <laughs> I don't really see Asians just like chowing on pineapple all the time, but it seems like it would be an Asian well Polynesian. Fruit. I would like to. Oh yeah. I would like to assume that if it's a if it is actually a, a Hawaiian, Hawaiian thing, thing, then it's of Polynesian descent. Yeah. Well, Hawaiians get lumped in with with. Other and where Asians. did they come from? Asia originally, like hundreds of years ago. But the Black Asians, the Hawaiians, the Blasians, Polynesian. Like Anne Marie. Who? You know, she's black and Asian. God damn And she did the song One Thing for that Will Smith movie. Cardi B's not coming out in town. Everybody's so upset. Switch. <laughs> yeah, it was the one. God damn it. <laughs> it's, I think that's the end. I think that's the I end. Yeah, it's gotta be. Good. Great. Officer, do drop. Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> I'm always just so eager to just be like, no, that's a good end line. That's a good end line for me to fade out. This was Captain Death, Punk's Tony Trill, and Deputy Dewey.